Hello and welcome, as always, my beautiful audience. Um, welcome to another episode of Black Women Parlay. Now, I'm going to say thank you in advance to everybody who tells me I should have a radio show. I also agree. So, you know, if anyone's listening, producers, BBC, whoever's listening, yes, I should have a radio show. I'm going back to my roots. Come find me. But that's not the reason why. Communication is at the basis. It's at the root of everything. How we communicate verbally, non-verbally. And actually, when I sat down and analysed, I, I don't know what survey, because I love all of these tricky surveys. What's your superpower? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to do this. I know what my superpower is. My superpower is, is my ability to understand people and my ability to read signs and signals interlaced with the fact that humans are creatures of habit right this is the thing we have to understand we are creatures of habit but what I also understood is one of the things that you are not always taught is the power of communication and how you can hone and articulate that skill for each situation now as I've been on this journey of connecting with amazing and you know I say this every week amazing black women who are showing up and showing out consistently and when I say consistently consistently doesn't mean every day consistently in the definition of Leanne's consistent is I consistently dedicate myself to bringing value I consistently dedicate myself to bringing value these are the women that I am honored and blessed to know, to have in a sisterhood, to, to share my life with. And my guest today, the one and only Namatemba Malinga, is firmly in the middle of this crew. She's in my serious crew, she's in my jokes crew, she's in the champagne crew. Like this woman is all of those things. And at the heart of all of this, she is an communications I'm not even gonna say expert because I don't like the word expert because it says so much it, it lacks dynamism of self-learning she's a guru constantly on the journey herself but also expounding from this font of knowledge so without further ado my girl your girl <laughs> that's what I'm saying <laughs> Ooh, that's a deep introduction. You know, I'm about to look over my shoulder. I'm like, who are you talking about? <laughs> Thank you so much. I am so humbled, my sister. I am so, so humbled. Um, and I love that we're cross-border. Um, I'm in a very light top. I'm in summer <laughs> and you're in winter, but still our connection is deep and real. So thank you so much for the kind words. <laughs> Do you know what? This is my little philosophy. They're not kind because they're true. I'm just articulating the truth. It's it's not kind. I've done you. I've told the truth of who you are as much as I know it. And that for me is an honor to be able to, to share this space, but also to share. I always come back to this concept, not mine in terms of like building it out. But a friend of mine, Charlotte O'Leary, talked about this knowledge economy. And this is this part around these kinds of conversations is paying into the knowledge economies that each one of us can <clears throat> excuse me extrapolate something out of it um and how you pay into the knowledge economy has a direct impact as to what you receive 
via communication. So can you just tell us a bit about your story? Like you're like, yes, go oh in. <laughs> I'm not sure how to how to start, but I'm a trained broadcaster. So when I, you're talking about broadcasting, I'm yeah. a trained broadcaster and I'm a voiceover artist. I'm a professional voiceover artist. But by 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 practice, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businesswoman, quite intentionally mm. so. But I'm a specialist in reputation management and crisis communication, um, having a nerves of steel, but are doing it with grace. Um, but in my passion passions, what what underlines who I am is that I'm a teacher and I'm a healer. And that is who authentically I show up as. I am a mm. teacher. And I'm a healer and I, I, I practice those things through um, different mediums of communication and broadcasting. Mm -hmm. So as a broadcaster, um, I think when you have that training, you're quite intentional about how you brand yourself, how you talk, how you show up. And those principles are quite consistent in the business world, mm -hmm. in your friendship circle, in your family, and in every single space that you walk in. It's your energy that you bring in, and you, it, it is your God-given abilities that walk into that room, and they are consistent in whatever platform, in whatever room that you enter. So that is who I am in a nutshell, really. <laughs> I like that. That's who I am in a nutshell, but that nutshell is absolutely huge. But you know something? There's, it's it's that everything you do, the nugget of it and the how of it relies on good communication. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's about building trust. So let me tell you as a business person, one thing that I always advise is, is saying that people buy and give business to people they like right. and they trust. Right. Even whether you're going to a job interview, you're pitching for business or you're speaking on a public panel um, platform. People need to like you and mm -hmm. need to give authenticity before they hear the messaging and the words that you say. So there's quite a science to how you build trust within the first 30 seconds of being in a platform, in a room with people you don't know, in a networking breakfast or whatever it is. But I think before you even utter a word, authenticity and building that trust and the energy that you bring into a room is important. So the communication starts there before mm -hmm. you word yeah I mean I remember still hearing 85% of communication is nonverbal, and you know when I think about like um some of the memes about black people and it's like you can just tell from that look mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah just that look you know what the look says everything you need to know finished Finished, finished. But perhaps Leanne, let's let, let let's give our poly um viewers just some basic tips on yeah. what to do. And perhaps, and I, I like starting from a point of mirror mirroring behavior, right? Yep. Um mirroring behavior because that's the only way that we we um is a teachable moment is when mm -hmm. Mirror behavior back to people so that um, if it triggers them, that's a sign that maybe it needs correction and um, maybe they can, you know, show up better, you know? Yeah. But even just now, even to anybody who's listening, if you decide to watch the video on YouTube, what you will notice is even in 
our reactions between Namathemba and I, there is a synergy. It's not deliberate because when you've honed it after years, it just happens. You don't think about it anymore. But she smiles, I smile. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious, she's serious. It's that instinctive part of mirroring language shows that you understand the messaging so you know that person and there are obviously people who laugh at inappropriate moments and that's like a that's like a quirk because it's nervousness but a lot of times the reflection and taking in a message is mirrored through body language when the story becomes serious the face changes the audience face changes and that's how you can read and interact and feel okay is it working just like a comedian has to understand did my did my joke bomb? Because if I'm going to do it again, let me have a look at the audience. Okay, no one's following me. Right, I will move on and I won't use it again. It's being able to actively see that, but like you said, in milliseconds, as opposed to thinking that you've got hours to get to know, you understand this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, perhaps let me take a little bit of a philosophical, you know, it start. May. Yes. Just to lay down the foundation, um, you know, good, trusted, authentic communication was important. Trusted authenticity is the key. Mm -hmm. Trusted, authentic communication is a resultant and a product of self-mastery. Um, it really is about an alignment between your mind, um, body, and spirit. And I say that is because the body tattletales and tells of a story of an insecure mind or an unsure mind mm -hmm. the body will always tattletale on you because you don't have alignment of these three elements of you so um you know we walk into rooms scripted thinking that people are expecting you to show up in this kind of way to try and please and make other people comfortable and in making other people comfortable you make yourself uncomfortable right right <laughs> so it is that alignment of self-mastery when you know that for an example just simple example for me to be authentic I I speak with my hands I'm a very visual kind of human and I use this and this for me is how I show up authentically whether wherever I'm talking mm. I use my hands but if you are walking scripted thinking, these people don't like me speaking with my hands. I'm not going to put my hands under the table. I'm going to speak to you, but I'm going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Just a simple example of how self-mastery, knowing yourself and what works for you, um, allows you to show up authentically because you're not doing something that is extraordinary of who you are as a person I hope right. that is yeah no no it just makes sense and, I, and I, I would I would even take it one step further and I would say to get to that point it's about creating the space to learn how you to learn how you learn to learn how you speak to learn how you interact to understand what is what is the source of your discomfort in any given situation? Is it because you don't like public speaking? Okay. Do you not like public speaking because you don't have practice? Do you, have you created the opportunities to practice at home with a camera, whatever it is? What is signature you in terms of communication? Because like you, I'm a hands girl. So I use my hands and then sometimes I look up 
forget NLP for one second, people, because I look up in both directions. It don't mean I'm lying. Um, but, you know, I look up, I think, I also understand that as a communicator, I will think out loud. So you and I will be having a conversation and I will be processing my thoughts as I'm talking to you. And then as I'm processing those thoughts, I'll get to a result at the end, but it might have been difficult to follow me on the track or I'll just blurt out the end and you're like, where's the rest of the story? Um, you know, so you connect those two bits, please, yeah. Um, but recognizing that has been a product of three things. Going on my own learning journey, number one, having people around me who recognize my communication style. So it's like, I'm I'm asking myself the questions. People are telling me that and then practice. Yes. What feels comfortable to me and what doesn't. And, you know, we, we both know that this concept of self-mastery is a journey because you change and you grow. But it's that bit of you have to, want to challenge that you have to want to kind of dig into it in a way that's more than I don't like this yes yes because yeah. no one's born a good well actually I'm lying we're all born good communicators because as babies you make yourself known if you can't even if you can't speak right but it's this part of we have to and I was guilty of this too we have to start to understand that everybody hones their skills, even if they don't tell you that. They do, they do. And just to add to that, it's it's almost it's that taking the brave journey to to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Be uncomfortable. You need to sit in your discomfort so that discomfort is good it's a signal that you are ready to grow um and 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 and, and do better when you want better i want to be intentionally a better communicator you've got to sit in the discomfort and you'll never be comfortable i mean you've got to play to that strength i love discomfort i love change and 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 i and and, and i think i wanted to underline when you were saying that the community of people that you have and it's a safe space for um for Leanne to come back to me later and say you know what we had a great talk but one or two things let's look at them and mm -hmm. not take that as a personal attack and and take feedback from safe network of people and then grow and use that feedback in a constructive way without you know taking that personally as if it's a personal judgment on you yeah absolutely absolutely it's creating that healthy distance and although we don't like to say product and look at ourselves as a product the as much as we don't you know as much as we don't pretend right. hi ryan i'm hoping you can stitch these two together and it makes sense when if not just find a point to make it make sense but i think i've got my trail of thought back after henry disturbed me so i'm going to carry on now um so one of the things that i always think about is we don't like to view ourselves as a product and being a product doesn't mean that you're authentic it means having that level of self-awareness and understanding your own boundaries and for me this was one of the most difficult parts of my own journey which was I didn't necessarily I'm a social person a hundred percent 
but I am a private person. Um, that we have in common. <laughs> right? so, so I'm social, but I'm super private. So for me to find a way to, to authentically share Leanne, but also to preserve my inner peace, my privacy boundary took me a few steps deeper because it forced me to question how do I want to communicate? What do I want to communicate? And how do I still protect myself whilst protecting my family, but also being authentic wherever I am? And that line of balance took time, but it also involved, and people, you know, we're not taught as black women to think of ourselves as a product because they say, you know, when you think of product, it sounds, you know, no, it doesn't. People have to understand, we all have to understand that at a certain point, and this comes back to your network too, if I hear of an opportunity somewhere in any room that I'm sitting in, in that moment, I need to know what well, that's brand number November. But I only know that it's your brand. If you've made it clear to me in every single interaction whilst preserving your privacy, that this is brand you. So that this is and what you stand for and what you won't accept and boundaries. what you accept, boundaries right so i love that so how do you then um Leanne, then bring these lovely lessons then to a formal business environment and some of the cultural nuances to that then excuse me so for me it's like we had we did a we did an episode as well about personal branding and for me you know, I mean, everyone says this, you don't remember, you might not remember a person, but you definitely remember how you made them feel. And before I go into any meeting, my question is, what is it? Because you know, you never know how these, you never know how meetings are going to go. But my question is always, what is it that I want them to remember about me? Because to your point, people buy from people. They don't buy from businesses. People buy a piece of me. They buy a piece of you. And you express that through the different ways you, the different mediums you have. Mm -hmm. So when you go into any room, what is it that you want people to remember? What is that one piece? And a lot of this is under, underlined and underscored by storytelling. Because your story anchors everything. And that you don't need to be scripted in. If someone says to me, what... And I'm, I'm famous for this in that sense. My friends know, like, what am I going to say tomorrow? Can't tell you. I know what. I know what. I know how I'm going to drive the car. I can tell you. I can tell you where I'm going to. So I'm going to, I'm going, as you said, like, I'm going to London. But I can't tell you if I'm going to take the motorway or the A roads, but you're going to, we're going to get to London. The question is how. But when you have spent the time crafting thinking about your story that's authentic not scripted and you prioritize the feelings of your audience be it one person be it a boardroom be it executives be it your team prioritizing them and what you want them to take out of it drives how you show up absolutely absolutely and i think even in even more I, with practice i think this gets a little bit better mm -hmm. there's 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 a, always say there's a fine balance between showing up authentically as yourself and also playing to your audience um if you really 
research and you know who's in the room, you know how they are as a person, you can kind of gather and do a bit of your research is that I can bring Unoma Temba as herself, but I'm able to, to adapt and adjust so that I can play to my audience in the best possible way, right? Say that so, again. And say, say that again. Say that again. Because this right here is the point. Say again. Say again. I adapt to the audience that I'm delivering to. I'm not changing who I am. I am adapting to the audience, my target audience, because I have a desired output that I've predetermined before I walk in. And you can only adapt, and this is why it remains authentic. You can only adapt if you have the goods, right? Adaptation only works if you have it. It's an adaptation. It is not a change. Linguistically, right? It's not a complete change, it's an adaptation. So you have the goods, your focus is on engaging with your audience. And you know, Leanne, an example, especially for me, I'm a Zulu woman. I'm not a first language. Sorry, I just, I love just the way you even said, I'm a Zulu woman, like, yes, come on. You know, I am not by any chance a first language. English speaker. English is the fifth, sixth language I speak, right? Um, and so culturally, um, certainly it's an advantage, I'll tell you as Africans, is that we quickly know how to code switch and adapt our cultural nu- nuances. I, I, as, as Africans, we're very loud and very dramatic in our language because that's how we show up authentically. But when I do, I'm on a platform, maybe in Europe or in the US, I need to be conscious of being on Nomatemba, but maybe my tonality and how I, I'll never adapt my accent. That's definitely But I will be conscious of how my audience perceives me and adapts, maybe speak a bit slower. There's some vocabulary that's very different around the world. I'll try use, you know, um, vocab and jargon that is globally understood. Um, Those, that's what I'm talking about, just being very conscious and researching your audience and who you're talking to. Because full stop, Zulu woman, number one, the rest, I'm a businesswoman, but I'm a global um, communicator. Yeah, listen, 100, 100. Like, it's it's this part, you know, and you talked about let's bring it down to a business kind of context as well. I'm going to say to anyone, when you're writing a proposal for an organisation, same, same, right? Go and look at the language that they're using. Just like I don't speak five or six languages, I only speak three. Well, okay, three and two halves, right? But the point is, just like when you're speaking to somebody in their language, they understand you. Yes, my voice is different when I speak German. Yes, my voice is different when I speak French. But you know what? The essence is still Leanne. And it's understanding that this is not fake. It's learning another language. You're still you in a different language. So instead of expressing something one way, you might say here to brighten, you might say here to illuminate, you you know, same thing, different organizations. Same, 
but different. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 right. It's that part about if someone says to you, what is your role in being able to communicate? If I had to distill it down to one thing, become a walking thesaurus not necessarily linguistic, linguistically, but think in your mind, in every single room, I need to find synonyms. I want to say this, this is my core message, but they speak this corporate language and that corporate language. So how do I take this word that I would usually use and match it and map it to theirs? Because this is what happens. And you'll see, depending, if you watch every single one of my episodes, depending on who I'm talking to, depending on what happens, Nomatemba brings out the exuberant, the louder side of me, which I love, right? But this is this is the part you will feed off and get those signs and signals from your audience. And if they're not jiving with you, and there'll always be someone that will do the little head nod. When I'm presenting, I always have gallery view on Zoom because I want to see who's nodding, who's not. If if I'm getting nods or I'm getting smiles, if I crack a joke, I know it's the right. If everyone's still, time to switch. Time to switch. I love how you made that example about um, presenting on, 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 on virtual platforms. Yeah. I'm just finding that also communication has had to quite adapt a little bit. You know, when you have a face-to-face -face audience, um, it's quite easy to play off their energy and communicate quite a little bit more in a comfortable um, state and be yourself. But then there's something about presenting to camera in your kitchen, in your lounge, that um, gives you a little bit of a discomfort and because you don't have necessarily the energy to play off so what, what tips do you should we give to our audience about what how best to communicate when um you are on a virtual platform i'm going to also say practice 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 so you know if if you go and look at my linkedin for example 80 percent of my posts are me on video um I can also say now this this is a this is a personal detail but you know we're sharing I will also say that I had practice from a young age with speaking because I was brought up as a Jehovah's Witness now this isn't about being a witness this is about you are trained from a very young age on public speaking now that doesn't mean it transfers to video but what it means is, is that you just have to jump over that step. I'm not saying that you have to go out and make videos for anybody, because long before I was making videos for anybody, if you look through my video, if you look through my phone, I was making videos for myself. I was making videos, five minute challenge makeup. I was making videos and bombarding friends. My friends were making videos and bombarding me. It comes back to network. But also this construct is how can you feel comfortable yet professional and what can you do about your personal surroundings to elevate that um and it's all practice and a willingness to want to because you know I've been guilty of that wanting to be perfect without having put in the time to develop the skill and then you come out the box and you're like oh yeah that's rubbish put the time in it, it has to be something you want because we all know the same right we all know when you get on a zoom call and there's the one person that starts talking and when they start talking you start using your web whatsapp to send someone else in the chat a message because you're too scared to use the zoom chat just in case you send it to everyone are they done yet right we all know that you're all you 
yeah. yeah or you quickly switch your camera up and you go get a coffee yeah no no I mean I think that's true so perhaps from my side let me give maybe five practical mirroring behaviors yes do it out for um and I think this for me comes for me it's coming it's come easy because I'm a, I'm a trained broadcaster and for me it's played to my strengths yes uh, um you know um presenting and so on but with technology everybody must be very conscious that I can zoom in and out in the and the pictures are quite crystal clear. So your, your nonverbal becomes really magnified. One of them is breathing. So if you're nervous or you're speaking too fast, you can see your breathing hyperventilating right here on your diaphragm and, and your chest. Be conscious to sit, drink some water, have some water, take your breaths, take your time and use your silence. You know, Don't speed practically because if you start Having anxiety, again, mastery. If you struggle with anxiety, I'll see it here in your chest. Just be conscious of yourself and put in mechanisms for that. <laughs> Number two, it is your eyes. Your eyes, windows to the soul, absolutely clear. Don't have shifty eyes. Be conscious where your, your lens is sitting. Um, and if you have notes, I'd rather put your notes right sticky. No one's going to see that you've got 50 million stickies on your, your screen. So put your stickies around, but it must be on island so that your eyes are not too shifty. You're not going up and down and things like that. Try keep your, your composure because shifty eyes, um, for some reason, people believe that you aren't, you're not confident in your subject matter um, and I just wanted or, to I just wanted to add one thing there which is I'm not promoting this because I've only just seen it on TikTok but there are now ways where you can take your phone and you can use your phone almost as a teleprompter at eye level to kind of I do that I, okay oh. and I put it just right by my camera so that you, I'm reading but I'm, my eye level is still to there camera. I've never used I've never I've never used it before but I'm like because I'm a freestyler but I was like I like the idea hold it up and then you know it's all worth trying if it's going to as you said a alleviate anxiety but b give you that professional finish that has people focusing on your message rather than surroundings the noise that was my next tip actually sorry Calibrate your sitting area. Make sure your lighting, where your lighting is coming from. As dark-skinned women, I always say when I was in broadcasting, you like there must be a separate course about lighting for dark-skinned women. Make sure the light is in front of you, not behind you. Um, light behind you makes you look darker. No one can see your smile and your face. Have an extra light in front of you on your side. Be conscious of your lighting and your surroundings and your sound. As, as Leanne just rightfully said, make sure you've calibrated and taken care of. Um, we have load shedding here where the power goes randomly sometimes. And, you know, the internet connections, but have backups. You know, if it happens, get back on the ball within the next five minutes. You know, you can just apologize, but have con a plan B if um those things happen but then finally your audio just make sure your audio is good but beyond the audio the tone of your voice use your silence speak softly speak intentionally you don't have to run through it and i'm using my tones and underlines 
intentionally so that you can understand how you use your voice up and down, your tone. Because if you're monotone, people are going to fall asleep. <laughs> so use the silence, underline, go up your pitch. But the, all of those, of course, are practice. But I just thought, let me share these, just these five tips. And the, if you put those five things, I promise you, your communication and how you present will go up very quickly. Oh, agreed, 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 agreed. And I would even add one and say, things will go wrong. Somebody yeah. will ask you a random question. It will not be what you thought it was. Nerves will give you mental block. You might stutter, splutter, the whole thing. Doesn't matter. Do you know how many times I've been like, blah, 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 sorry, can't get my sentence out. And people have laughed, like it happens all the time. You know, whatever. Frog in my throat. Whatever it might be, you don't have to be perfect. What does that Oh, It's so toxic. Sorry, I have to say this. Yeah. No, no. Is toxic. 100%. And it's, 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 it's that, like, you don't have to be perfect. No one's looking for your perfection. You can be perfect, perfect and monotonous. And, oh, I have delivered every single one. And you almost become robotica, as I like to call her, when I'm playing with my kids. You know, like, you can deliver like that, but no one's going to remember it. They're going to remember a really stilted presentation. Being human, forgetting, needing a break, blah, blah, blah. I lost my train of thought. Do you know how many times I've lost my train of thought because I've been talking and someone's asked me a question and because I'm being nosy, I've read the chat and I've gone, oh, oops, lost my train of thought. Um, oh, I'm nervous. You can just say, oh, guys, like crack a little bit of, I'm nervous today. You're not, this is very important for me, but I'm nervous, but we'll get through it. Just normal. real, real, like it's oh. not, it's, it's not doesn't matter how many times you do it. You can ask any, okay, we're not saying we're celebrities here, but you can ask any performer. You can do the same thing 10 times a day and still be nervous every single time because it shows a healthy respect for the situation. It shows a healthy respect for your audience that your priority is delivering and bringing them value. And you want to communicate that because you also intrinsically believe that what you have to say is a value add. Absolutely. I mean, I think you've said a mouthful. You see that on its own. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what else there is to say <laughs> about communication because that for me is being human, but wanting to improve your brand. Um, but it's okay to falter and to make mistakes. It's okay. People buy from humans, not machines. And right. be forgiving spirits and offer, offer. Even even when you're in the audience and you're not on the platform, on the pulpit, um, on, on the podium, offer reassurance. Have It's so nice to have that extra smile in the audience, um, mm -hmm. someone to give you just that extra energy, even when things are tense, just to nod, just to smile. So as yourself, offer the next person on the on, on, on the stage, your support and give them your energy. And I right. think that if you if you are looking for someone to give it to you, you also need to be willing to give that validation to the next person. And I think that is important for black women um, for us to, to, to then be a safe space to reassure each other. Even if we don't know me, 
but a nice smile, a nice nod, a nice burst of energy, and even post just to say, well done, uh, you know, that really goes a long way to, yeah. for you to prepare for your next one so that you show up a little bit more confident. Right. And it's giving back and creating that virtuous circle. Like if there's only one black woman in the room, I don't need to yeah. know you, but I'm going to be clapping like, yeah. Now, if presentation isn't great, that doesn't matter because you know what? You're up on the podium. So we're good. It's, it's, it's remembering that bit, like create a virtuous circle, create the space to have, make sure that the interaction that you're having with another black woman that you do not know is a value add. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's important because right. we all need validation. And, and I've always heard people be like, ah, validation. No, no, I'm not going to live with it, but it helps to give me a little bit of a boost in that particular moment to show up um, a little bit better. You know? Yeah. And, and I think there's a, you know, I think there's a difference between validation of your whole existence versus validation in a situation right and that's what we're talking about we're talking about validation in this situation that hey sis you got this you're doing a good job I see you I'm proud blah you're on this platform and I'm watching you on this platform and I'm in the audience I, I take my hat off to you to doing it right like that for me, giving that validation is priceless because you never know what it has taken somebody to get to that point we all see the end product yes you don't know what um somebody in the uber on the way there what happened in the morning they had to drop off their children they had a fight with the husband but lights on they need to still deliver and show up right because we we, we we shop in different spaces we we're women <laughs> we've got many different things that show up but then at this moment i need to show up and so sometimes they just need that extra um, reassurance and their energy so that they can remember and bring out their God-given ability to communicate and, um, and, and, and so that they can develop later on in their life. So for me, that's important. I, I have no, <laughs> nothing further, Your Honor. I think I, nothing, nothing further, Your Honor. Now, I can't promise you, ladies, I know that there are gentlemen also listening. I can't promise that Noma Temba and I aren't going to do some sort of workshop. We may do a workshop on this, but obviously this is going to be for Black Women Parlay members only. So miss out, miss out. So you know what to do. Sign up, go to the website. Um, but Noma Temba, where can everybody find you? Which of your brands should you be, should we be looking for you under? And um, what would you like to be your takeaway message? So my takeaway message, and again, true to being a, a healer and communi a communicator and a teacher is master yourself show up consistently both in body, mind, and spirit. And it's an intentional process. Sit in your discomfort because discomfort is the lever and the stepping stone to your greatness. So remember that, you know, in anything you do. So that is for me is very important. 
right? But anyway, you can find me um, under Zindela Communications, but also follow me on LinkedIn. Um, my, my name is Noma Temba Malinga. It's N-O-M-A-T-H-E-M-B-A. Um, but let's connect, let's chat. And I would love, you know, to have further conversations about more things about communication and leadership. Thank you so much, my darling. It has been a wonderful show, insightful, really getting to grips with some fundamental but, you know, easy to implement tips on how you can really get to that point of listening to yourself, learning about yourself, really connecting. How do I show up? Do I show up in a way I want to? I'm with you. I love all of this around discomfort. We even do like a corporate workshop called How to Lean into the Discomfort of Allyship because right there, you got to do it. Um, so you know, you all know now where to find my lovely Nomatemba. Find me as usual on Instagram at Leanne MM. That's the woman behind the brand. Uh, Black Women Parlay, same on um, Instagram, blackwomenparlay.com to come and join us behind the wall. Our invitation only um, network. You can follow me on LinkedIn and that's Leanne Maya. So that was a mouthful, but we will be back once again for another episode. So wishing you a wonderful day, evening, morning, wherever you are in the globe. Bye-bye. <laughs>